0: Good day. You're listening to God's Truth with Free Will, and I'm Evangelist Esther Ross. Our topic today is Position Never Outweighs Purpose. It is not difficult to recognize the current era we are living in has passed from perilous times to times which look more like days approaching end times. Each person has a call and purpose in the plan of God. And how we answer is defined by our obedience to him and recognizing what is needed. Nehemiah understood this in his day. No matter what position we hold in life, a title and authority will never outweigh the plan and purpose God places on our lives or on those who honor and surrender to God's will. Romans 8, 18 through 21 says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope, because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Nehemiah was informed the wall of Jerusalem was broken down, the gates were burned with fire, and the area was in great affliction. When Nehemiah heard about these things, he sat down and wept. For a certain amount of days he mourned, fasted, and he prayed to God. Nehemiah 1 verse 11. O Lord, I pray, please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant, and to the prayer of your servants who desire to fear your name, and let your servant prosper this day, I pray, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. For I was the king's cupbearer. This position allowed Nehemiah access to speak with the king, but it was a sad appearance on Nehemiah's face. A look the king had not seen from him before that caused the king enough concern to question what the problem might be. A right leader should have concern when a good servant is upset over some bad news. Nehemiah told the king about the problem and the king answered him with a question wanting to know what request he could fulfill for his servant. Nehemiah told the king the desire of his heart. Nehemiah 2, 5. And I said to the king, if it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in your sight, I ask that you send me to Judah, to the city of my father's tombs, that I may rebuild it. The king assisted Nehemiah and sent him on his way. As with every good work that is put In action from the children of God, the nature of Satan will enter those sent by the devil and an attempt will come to delay the work or stop the work of God. This happened with Nehemiah. Nehemiah 2.10 When Sanballat, the Horonite, and Tobiah, the Ammonite official, heard of it, they were deeply disturbed disturbed that a man had come to seek the well-being of the children of Israel. Doing the work of God is almost always met with some form of opposition, a subtle plot or persuasion to block a good purpose, just as it was when the serpent appeared in the beginning. That is why it is better to be prepared for opposition rather than allow opposition to catch someone or one of us, any of us, by surprise. We never read about opposition when Noah was building the ark, but I definitely believe he and his family received criticism and ridicule during that time. And maybe to the point of total humiliation, because as described in the word of God, the family of eight were the only ones honoring God in a manner that purposed for their lives to be saved. Genesis 6, 7 through 8. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. When Abraham held a conversation of intercession with God about Sodom and Gomorrah, he pleaded on behalf of the righteous in that land. In our times today, our stand is about obedience to God, seeking righteousness in our own lives and sowing a seed that may reap righteousness in the life of someone else. By verse 19, in the second chapter of Nehemiah, the opposition has increased. It's three rather than two. Nehemiah 2, verses 19 through 20. But when Sanballat the Horonite, Tobiah the Ammonite official, and Geshem the Arab heard of it, they laughed at us and despised us and said, what is this thing that you are doing? Will you rebel against the king? So I answered them and said to them, the God of heaven himself will prosper us. Therefore, we, his servants, will arise and build. But you have no heritage or right or memorial in Jerusalem. Nehemiah was expressing to them, I know you're Gentiles. This is not a part of what belongs to you. This is a part of what belongs to the children of God. Nehemiah recognized the men coming against the purpose on his life, had no interest in the plan of God. First John five verses three through four. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Every child of God has a purpose in God's plan. Nehemiah chose not to allow opposition to lure him away from building the wall. That is a good way to address our purpose also, to stay focused on achieving our goal and ignore opposition that comes against us. God bless you. Walk in your free will. Honor the Lord and let us stay in unity with one another. Many members, one body, united for one cause, faith and honor to God. Take care now. God bless you.